1: The VGK fans hashtag campaign gets Chandler Stevenson selected to represent the Pacific Division All Stars after Seattle's Maddie Benyers bows out due to injury. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco, along with Chris Golick. we come to you from Las Vegas each and every day. We appreciate you making us your first listen as well. You could find our podcast wherever you get your podcast. And also, uh, you could find us on our YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights, and us on Twitter at VGK, at Tony Dasco at TD Chris G. We are brought to you by our new sponsor, FanDuel. Sign up today at FanDuel.com slash Locked On. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash Locked On. Well, we finally got our wish. I think the fans got their wish. VGK, the players got their wish with all of those viral videos, the hashtag campaign, and Chandler Stevenson is an NHL All-Star as he now reps the Pacific Division. Matty Beniers, the talented 19-year-old player from the Seattle Kraken, had to bow out due to injury, had a nasty spill on a check, hit his head on the ice the other night. Hey, but at least they'll be represented by their mascot, Bowie great mascot by the way uh so so last year i wanted stevenson to be an all-star okay and they picked stinking not stinking but jonathan marsh's uh so, freaking 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 uh, jonathan marsh so good good terminology there uh to be the all-star that vgk sent uh this season well as of 10 games ago stevenson was a bona fide uh all-star okay I'm not knocking him. Uh, he was the MVP of the team. And now this team is not deserving of an MVP. Let's face it. Okay. So, but in any event, Stevenson has played um, on multiple lines. Got to give him credit. He's centered. He's played the wing position. He just shows up. He doesn't complain. He's workmanlike. And this is very deserving for him in all actuality and seriousness to be an NHL All Star.
0: So I remember uh, last season with the all-star festivities in Las Vegas, we went to the all-star skills challenge and we got there nice and early. We wanted to catch the mascot game, which is the first thing that they do that day. And then I wanted to be close to the ice and see all the players for warmups. And we were on the Eastern conference side. So you got Austin Matthews, you got Jack Hughes, you can see the West obviously with McDavid and just all these amazing all stars. And I remember looking at my son, Christopher and saying, listen, this may be the most amount of skilled players you see in one place in your entire life. Make sure you enjoy being this close and watching this. Now, notwithstanding if Chris one, one day makes the NHL, of course, but point being is that was pretty cool for me as a father to be able to look at my son and say, Hey, look at all these amazing players that simply separates you you're you're separated simply by a pane of glass between all these amazing players, and now Chandler Stevenson is going to be a part of these memories for other parents and kids and siblings and family and what have you. Now Chandler Stevenson is one of these players that will be talked about in that same regard. So good on Chandler. Um, this season's been kind of weird. We're not. I'm not going to split hairs, deserving or not. Um, you know, but it's it's good that he is there. It's hopefully going to be something that Chandler is going to
1: remember for the rest of his life,
0: and just something maybe to take the edge off of him personally, because let's face it, there's a lot of edge on the VGK right now.
1: Yeah, no, he's definitely deserving of going because he is the leading assist and goal scorer on this team, four game-winning goals, five power play goals this season, and uh, over the span of those 10 games, it's not just him, obviously. For some reason, traditionally, this is in the VGK DNA, In the playoffs where they can't score goals, it's just insane. I've never seen anything quite like it because right now uh, they're in that goal funk and they just can't seem to score. I don't know if you remember my prediction at the start of the season, but I said there's no way Chandler Stevenson will reach his point total of last season. That was like one of those just lucky seasons, gotten a groove, you know, more or less. And um, now he's just 20 points away from – uh, tying that and he's got what 21 26 games to go yeah I something know, like that whatever it is I can't count but in any 30, event, 30. yeah okay so 30 games to go but yeah no I, I just said there's no way he'll do that and now he is I mean overall he is right on target to replicate that from a season ago Uh 21 goals was a career high that's what I was concerned about can he replicate that Yeah,
0: we know your perspectives on VGK players after a career season and what happens, and (laughs) and that's not that's not NHL. That that's not a VGK thing. That's in my uh, DNA. Yeah, that's a sports wide thing. But you know, listen, Chandler is uh, the anchor right now. We have to do give him. We have to give him credit. And what I was saying in the last uh, my last little run on wasn't necessarily saying he's not deserving. Just you know, alluding to uh, what's been happening with the VGK. It's just rough times for everybody right now. I mean, if I go up and down this lineup and say outside of Will Carrier who brings it every single shift of every single moment outside of maybe our goaltending when they, for, for the effort they put in, it's hard for me to pinpoint players that are just constantly consistent, constantly consistent. I don't know what the hell I'm saying, but yeah, anyway, so credit Chandler Stevenson for the opportunity he's going to get. And he has earned it and he'll have a good time. Maybe a uh, fastest is uh, what everyone in Vegas is hoping we get to see him take a shot with them. Um, We'll, we'll see how that goes. I mean, there's that dude named Connor McDavid who didn't even win it last year. I forgot who won it, but it wasn't even McDavid last year. And you know, just to be there and that entire experience will help him as a player just
1: to continue to grow. Right now, I thought we would see Mark Stone trying to put a puck in the ocean. He probably, with his back issues, would be able. Yeah,
0: to. We'll, well, we'll we'll definitely hit on those goofy things maybe on for Friday's show. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: I'm ready for it. I'm here for that. Uh, Two goals and losses, nine goals and wins. When I went back and was taking a look at all of his statistics, they need him to score goals. They need him now. They're going to rely on him. Here's a guy that was a steal, a fifth rounder when he was drafted. And this is one of the better jobs that the front office has done in finding that unknown talent, more or less a fourth liner, whatever. And now turning him into a star and an all-star.
0: Yeah, I mean, there you go. That's it. And, you know, you look at players that VGK has kind of nabbed up on the cheap, so to speak. Uh, Chandler Stevenson, uh, Nick Waugh was someone that was, you know, kind of unearthed, I believe, out of Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Shay Theodore, no one thought a whole lot of that when uh, we acquired him from Anaheim. So, you know, the front office, they've they've done a decent job at uh, finding some diamonds in the rough. And we also have some decent homegrown talent. I was going on back with a couple of people on some random Facebook uh, groups yesterday and like they typed up Suzuki and Brandstrom and Cody Glass and all these VGK, former VGKs that we moved on from and stuff like that. And like, well, okay, if we've still got Nick Hague and Zach Whitecloud and King Kolasar and so on and so forth. So we're kind of going on a little bit of a run right now. But point being is Chandler Stevenson is in a unique category where he was a fourth liner with the Washington Capitals when they won their Stanley Cup here in Las Vegas. I know we all remember that pretty, uh, pretty clear. And then now he is helping, uh, hopefully leading, VGK to where we need to be, and that is really a Stanley Cup. That's about the only thing on on our mind right now. Although the mindset maybe has shifted now it's making the playoffs instead of winning the cup, but uh, one thing at a time.
1: Do you realize that Stevenson plays eight more minutes per game than he averaged when he was with Washington? That's substantial. He's really become one of those go to guys. Is he a glue guy? Is he a glue guy? I know, I know, I know that Bruce was talking about Carrier the other day being the glue guy. But do you think that Stevenson truly is a glue guy for this team?
0: Yeah, why not? I mean, if we're going to look at glue guys on the gritty side, obviously we'll carry a, And it's also the skill side. I mean, um, if we're going to look at glue guys for the skill side, I mean, Chandler Stevenson is probably the first one that I would think of. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, who are the glue guys for VGK, I guess, now that we're kind of talking about that? You got Chandler, you got Carrier, eh? Um, <laughs> Mark Stone's a glue guy. I think that's a safe way to put that. hmm
1: yeah, no, that's a good
0: are kinda of, I mean, I guess more or less, yeah. uh more or less the uh the the thumpers are kind of what we're going to, but yeah.
1: Oh, just someone that keeps the team together. Right. A la Reeves and actually Mark Andre Fleury was a glue guy. Yeah, there you a go. The guy that you needed to have there in the locker room. Uh VGK was reportedly Chris in the mix to acquire the Canucks Bo Horvat. Uh will size up his trade, the deal to the Islanders, what VGK could have missed out on. The shiny new toy went elsewhere. We'll return with more after this on Lockdown Golden Knights. The NFL playoffs are here, and we are really excited about our brand new sports betting partner at Lockdown because they are the number one sports book in America. That is FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. The current line on the Super Bowl is still one and a half in favor of Philadelphia. And the over-under at 49 and a half. In some places, it did go up to minus two. So you could get value. Two weeks, just too much time. Okay, I'm going to go off script here. Too much time between uh, the conference championships and the Super Bowl. Uh, The big game. The big game. New customers join today. Get started. And you could get $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. They've got all your favorite bets. Looking forward to the race to get up all of those prop bets. Those are the best things going for the Super Bowl. I have about three four hundred dollars every year of losing tickets in my pocket. Uh, you can even combine your bets for a chance to be uh, part of a bigger payout on the same game parlay. And it's on the app. It's safe. It's super secure. It's easy to use. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first five dollar bet to get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets. That's right, win or lose. At fanduel.com/slash lockdown. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the National Football League. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris gallick We come to you from Las Vegas Monday through Friday. Our podcast free and available wherever you get your podcast. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. How much fun did you have frolicking in the snow yesterday?
0: (laughs) As much fun as uh, the expression on your face, which is very blank at the moment, Tony. Um, No, we had a good time. So we live in this little pocket of Henderson where we got a a lot of snow. Measurable isn't the word I'd use, but there's still snow outside right now. We still have snow on our ground. So we're basically way up the hill on um, Horizon and Horizon down by 95. And it's weird. Like as you drive up, like higher up uh, Horizon Ridge down there, like, even just a half block away as you go down the hill, like, you can see on the mountain line where the snow is. But the elevation we're at, there's this one little pocket here in town. Uh, I put a couple pictures on my personal Twitter, I think. Maybe I'll take a couple on lockdown. It was, uh, we had a good time yesterday. We had a good time. My, my daughter was already home from school yesterday. She was a little under the weather, maybe playing hooky a little bit. Uh, Son went to school. I was out and about uh, doing some business and wife called me said she was pulling the kids out of school and took them uh, over to what we call the hilly park here in town. And they were sledding for a little bit. And then I took them out. We uh, there's a huge like water tower and big path like on a mountain behind our house. So me and the kids walked up that little slippery, little slippery. And then we kind of drove around and stuff. And we had a good time yesterday. It was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. See, they cheat these kids out of uh, snow days anymore. They usually have them on the computer. And so that's uh, something that I don't think is cool. And uh, we wanted to talk, uh, Chris, we saw the multiple reports uh, last week that VGK was one of the six teams, uh, one of the six teams that was in the mix to land Bo Horvat. Um, Horvat uh, being a monster this season, uh, 31 goals, 23 assists. And, uh, you know, he's off of a four point game against Columbus. Would have fit in just fine. For VGK because they need a score, they need some scoring punch, and uh, the the trade yesterday to the Islanders for Anthony Bavillier, Atu Rati, and a top twelve protected draft choice this year. If VGK had uh, made that sort of a deal, Chris, uh, if they made that deal, what would the Golden Knights give up? Do you think in exchange for Bo Horvat? So real fast, Tony. First, um, looking at his points total,
0: this is a player's off of career years right now. Your number one indicator of potential danger, so to speak. <laughs> Fifty-four points. His career high is sixty-one. Injury, injury pending. He's going to obviously going to crush that. He could flirt with ninety-plus points depending on his pace and how things shake out. And will he do that again next season and how much will he adapt and all that? That's the first questions I have, but that said, yes, we would have loved to find a way we would have made space for him on this team. And, and Tony, you put out there something about Chandler Stevenson and, you know, maybe we have too many centers if we were to get Bo Horvat outside of a couple of players on this team and Stevenson not on this list. There's not too many untradeable players. I think Stevenson is someone who possibly could have been, moved in a deal like that I don't necessarily think that's how it would have happened but you look at I mean investing right investing whether it's stocks goods anything the number one thing you do is you buy low and you sell high Mm -hmm. Chandler Stevenson probably is the number one player that fits that mold so maybe you could have flopped Stevenson for a Horvat and obviously a couple of picks but I think a deal for Bo Horvat I mean obviously drafts and prospects is what you're looking for in return obviously because Vancouver's building for the future so uh starting in the AHL Brisson, I think is probably someone that would have been targeted he's probably the our our highest touted prospect at least on the offensive side maybe Keaton Korazak who obviously has been up and down and hopefully not nothing against Korazak, but hopefully he's down more because our defenseman return to health and we can get our our NHL experience talent back so maybe someone like like Korczak, Brisson, and, you know, a package of a draft pick or picks is probably and what the trade may have looked like.
1: Future and considerations. Always, always, at very, always. Very top of that list. Always. And so, Atu Rati is uh, their top prospect, actually, in this Islander organization. Organization, uh, They have too many centers now uh, because with the addition of Horvat, uh, they also have Matt Barzell, Brock Nelson, uh, John Gabriel Peugeot. And so, yeah, they have a wealth of uh, centers there, that they're going to have to do something with. And uh, when you look at this Islander team, I know Lou Lamorello yesterday was talking a lot about uh, him not being Horvat, not being a rental. Uh, they want to try to sign an extension, uh, get him locked down long term. And they're just two points out of a playoff spot. So it's a really good deal. And I think that this, do you agree? I think this favors uh, the Isles here. I think this is. Um, a scorer, and man, I just I have these visions of uh, VGK and how they could, you know, play around a player uh, like a Bo Bo Horvat, who could score.
0: Yeah, I mean, back to the first question, and not Renzel. I don't think the Islanders. Cause I mean, listen, they're they're flirting with being in the playoffs right now, so they're not in a spot where they're selling out to win a Stanley cup. I don't think they looked at Bo Horvat as the final missing link to win the Stanley cup this year. Um, at least if that is their mindsets, so I don't know if they're um, if they're having the right types of meetings. Islanders very talented team. Um, you know, short, they had a rough time, but, you know, thankfully the VGK helped get the Islanders on the right path. You know, I'm glad we can help someone out here. Um, but Bo Horvat, I think anyone that's going to trade for him, you want that to become, you know, a long-term situation. It, I mean, look what VGK did, right? I mean, we, we basically sold out for Tomas Tatar. And fortunately, that was not the sellout that we needed to, to win the Stanley Cup. But you look at I mean, what was that like a first and a second and a third or something Just crazy, absorbent amount of money on top of some prospects and things like that. So, you know, and basically Tomas Tatar was uh, a healthy scratch in the Stanley Cup finals. So not to uh, open up that can, so to speak. But you make a deal like that, you got to find a way to sign that player long term. Or that's how GMs get fired, in my opinion.
1: Okay, so last night, two VGK scouts, two, count them, were at the uh, St. Louis game. And so who are they scouting? Is it Tarasenko? Uh, there were some reports that surfaced yesterday about Noel Achiari. Um, who do they go after? Who are they looking at where they have to send two scouts to the St. Louis Blues game?
0: um you know I think whoever they're scouting they already know who it is number one you're not I mean you're not going to learn anything about about Vladimir Tarasenko at this stage of uh at this stage of his career you already don't know I mean that might be a rental you know but now we're kind of changing gears a little bit um outside of of Tarasenko I'm pulling up the roster right now and we know Tarasenko he would be an immediate boost to this team Mm -hmm. he's been scoring goals his entire career. 29 points this season. I don't know how many games he's been out and things like that, though. This current website of mine doesn't say that. Uh, $5 million cap hits so we can work around that. I mean, you got Rob Thomas, another vet who certainly uh, can put points on the board. Barbashev, I think he's a little bit, he's 27, he's not that young. So, I mean, honestly, I think it's more about a face-to-face meeting at this point than it is a scouting huh. situation um and Tarasenko I think has to be the target it's splashy it's the type of move that the Vegas Golden Knights would love to make and you know five million dollars versus you know eight nine ten million dollars of you know the Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves type you could maybe work with that a little bit easier than going for one of those very 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 high priced uh, acquisitions
1: rentals too and uh what about Riley uh Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah,
0: yeah. All no, right. that's a, that's another another very good target. I just uh, scrolled through really fast and did not catch that name. Is he injured right now? Am I not? Why am I not seeing his name?
1: Mm, not sure. Why, uh, why, why are there two right Sebastian Ahu's?
0: Also, oh, Ryan O'Reilly. He's on I uh, oh, injured reserve. Hurt? I don't know oh, wow. his situation. It was it was January second.
1: Wow, I missed that one for some reason. Okay, in any event, uh, coming up next is VGK. Uh, Fix, how do they fix, I should say, their slumping power play. Um, They have 31 games remaining, 31. Okay, finally got that straight. Uh, Not the technical issues, but we've got that number, 31 games remaining. How do they fix the power play? Back with more to this on Lockdown Golden Knights. Are you looking for a delicious treat, but you really do not want to get all that fat and calories that go along with it? Well, then you've got to try a built bar. Uh, built bar, they're great sponsors of ours, and we really do like your care packages that you send us, built bar. So keep those coming. And we just got through the holidays. Chris and I know our goal is to, lead, uh, to eat a little bit healthier so we could frolic in the snow and everything else. And uh, we don't want to compromise our taste, and we want to have something that's really good, healthy, and tasty. Well, Built Bar is actually tasty. Very good. Um, Seriously, so delicious. You won't think that they are good for you. And uh, they're perfect for all your New Year's resolutions if they're still in order here in late January. What makes Built bars so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. And there are some great flavors like churro, uh, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. And we don't know how they do it, but they always deliver 130 calories and four grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. That's right. Um, We always send you to built.com to pick up your Built bars, but now you can go right around the corner. Most of us can uh, to go to your local Smith's supermarkets or Sam's club. That's right. Head to your nearest Smith's head to your nearest Sam's club. You could find the four bar box of cookies and cream. Coconut puffs, salted caramel, brownie batter puffs at your nearest Smith's, and if you're close to Sam's Club, they've got that really big 13-bar box with all the hit flavors from brownie batter and churro. And you could thank us later. Again, you could go to built.com or head to your nearest Smith's or Sam's Club today. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. I do apologize for all these technical issues here. Godless, the goblets of snow, man. If you're watching us on YouTube and thank goodness, the audio I guess is okay. I think so. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Yeah. Now? Knock
0: on wood though, Tony, stop <laughs> saying things are working. Don't do that.
1: Okay. That's right. Okay. So, so, so uh, VGK's power play currently ranked 12th. So that's okay. Uh, they're right there in the middle. Uh, but they are slumping of late. They have just one power play goal in their last 16 chances.
0: Yeah, so we talked about the the special teams, maybe sometime, I want to say, early on November. And both the special teams, uh, the penalty kill and the power play were right around like 20, 21st, 22nd, flirting with that bottom third of the league. And so we went through to look at where teams were performing. And. What the who the good teams were and where they needed to be statistically as far as the power play and penalty kill goals. And and at the end of the day, you want to be at least in that top third or so. VGK power play is currently ranked 12th, but I think Tony, they were as high as three or four for a period of time when they got real hot. And then this slump has knocked them back right to the bottom or so of uh, you know, the 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 first tier or the upper second tier now. If you want to split hairs, I guess. Um, more concerning and a little bit off script already penalty kills 29th so that's where things really need to uh start to get a little bit better and hopefully the power play takes care of itself um what can they do to fix the power play you know it's such a fluky thing right i mean it starts with the breakouts i think that's number number one and there's a couple different ways they run that breakout play where the most traditional way all teams go is they have uh, one of their their energy of uh, Skill players dump the puck back to either a winger or someone else, and they make a decision at the red line whether they're going to take it in themselves. Kind of like a little bit of a give and go type of play. Uh, another way you can go is just simply old school: dump and chase. You get to the red line, you slap it in there, and you send four players basically to sell out in, in the corners, and you know you go to work, so to speak. And is it that one extra pass? You've heard him say, you know, you need that one extra pass sometimes. Is it shooting more? You know, the crowd loves to yell, shoot on the power play, even though there's no lane to, to go on. So I don't have a good answer as what to need what needs to be done beyond just uh, don't be complacent and just try new things. And the, 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 the skill is there, folks. There's no question about that. The skill is there. And they are, thankfully, still the 12th ranked power play. So hopefully they can ride that wave like we've been doing everything else. And, you know, better things will happen, I guess. So who needs to be on the power play unit for VGK? Will Carrier. <laughs> Will Carey needs to be on line one, needs to be on the power play. He needs to be our emergency goalie just in case because he's got the he, – he he's the one that shows up every single game, every single moment. And, I mean, if we're going to talk about team MVPs, uh, you know, I, I might even bump Will Carrier above anyone mm. else on this team, but that's uh, that's uh, just me maybe another topic for another show. On top of that, I mean, you know, anyone, I mean, anyone on the, it's more or less, who's not going to be on the power play, right? You're not going to put colesar out there. No disrespect. Um, Kessel's going to be out there, even though he's not scored. Although Kessel's he's, he's quietly getting a few goals and he's been, he was actually pretty noticeable over the weekend, in my opinion. Um, I'm more or less thinking about players you're not going to put out if any of the other Henderson transplants are still up here. Uh, Paul Cotter, I mean, I don't know, why not try Paul Cotter in that bumper position? I mean, you need someone, you need a big body who's physical, who can stand, you know, getting cross-checked basically constantly and just battle. Paul Cotter could be a good person on that bumper. Uh, used to go through Mark Stone, but unfortunately Mark Stone is out. And since Mark Stone's been out, that bumper position has really, really lacked. Maybe March so can be in that spot. He's got a good shot and he can finish, but you know, a little guy who's going to have to battle for his position where, you know, depending on the team, they're just going to thump and thump and thump. And can he handle that type of thumping?
1: I don't know. Okay, so on that uh, power play unit, uh, currently power play goals, Marcia saw has seven. Uh, you've got uh, Riley Smith with six, and you have Chandler Stevenson, I believe, with five, five power play goals. Uh, Those numbers so, just feel low to me in general, as far right? as, like, you know, other... Premier power play types. They're more impressive, you know, shorthanded goals, I think. And they kind of they've even stalled in that uh, regard as well. But I mean, the last few games, okay, 0 for 2 against the Islanders, 0 for 2 against the Rangers, 0 for 3 against New Jersey. Uh, They were uh, they uh, against Detroit didn't even have a power play opportunity. I mean, they've got to they've got to get on the power play uh, at least three. What would you say? Three times, four times a game?
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're if what most percentages are what low 20s or something like that, I, I gotta go back to my stats here and look. At, you know, if you get five times a game, you should get one right 20% call it, call it good. Uh, looking at the league leaders for power play goals right now, <laughs> Drysyl has 17, Connor McDavid has 16, Zach Hyman tied for fifth with 13. So, good God, do not put Edmonton on the power play no matter what you do, or bad things will happen no doubt about that Uh let's see if i can keep going back to my power play stats just keep pressing back it's edmonton's
1: there. number one edmonton I they have to be one yeah the they point. have to be
0: and then, they have to be they have to be. okay so, so best power play percentage so 32 for edmonton good god there's six percent higher than the second place team the tampa bay lightning and it gets as low as 14 percent right now vgk sits right at 23.3 percent so Get us on the power play four or five times a game. That should equate to one goal. If you put one power play goal in a game, good things will happen. I don't care what the percentage is. But again, how do you earn power plays? You go to the dirty areas, which we hear so much about. You go to that interior game. Will Carrier draws a penalty shot in overtime driving to the nets. You drive to the net, good things are going to happen. You get a scoring opportunity. You're going to draw a penalty. You're going to get a goal. One of those three things are going to happen more times than not when you drive the net and unfortunately there's not enough of that happening to
1: earn these power play opportunities are you saying wait i gotta go back for a second Uh oh are you saying that will carrier carrier is going to replace Bowie next year the the mascot and get that all-star bit (laughs)
0: listen would
1: could will carry be an all-star i don't know how far how far away
0: is he i mean geez that would be uh if he keeps his current trajectory going and has, you know, around 15 goals at the All-Star break next year versus, what, 10 or 12 now or something like that? You know, he, I mean, listen, if John Scott can be the All-Star MVP, then uh, Will Carey can be an All-Star.
1: Okay, and they're definitely missing Mark Stone, and I hate to just belabor this point. One of the biggest areas, as we talk about the power play unit, he was the bumper, and he was doing a great job of getting greasy and just playing very physical uh, there at that position. And they have not been able, in my estimation, to replicate, to, again, go back and find a replacement for Mark Stone in that area. That is a valuable area, I, I believe, for Mark Stone.
0: Yeah, no, that that was wh- where I kind of started all of this. And the bumper, I mean, that, that's your goal, right? You know, you the goal is to take the puck across the blue line to get the puck below the goal line in one of those corners, like a triangle-type play. And, uh, you know, one timer to the bumper, and then that bumper is going to do one of two things. If they're skating into the net, there's, they're going to chip it to the middle for the off-winger to have a chance, or simply they're going to take a shot from that mid-slot point and, you know, from uh, from the money area, right? That's what, I, how, what I, where I tell my kid to stand when he's out there playing hockey. I tell him to stand in the money area because that's where you get paid. The money zone is the area uh, basically right between the slots, right in front of where the goalie is, between those face-off circles. If you're there, that puck is going to find you. And Mark Stone does have a knack for the puck finding him. That's not because it's magically happening. It's because he's in the right position.
1: So on tomorrow's show, can we maybe explore like some of the players that you you touched on something there, Chris, Uh, some of the players that are protected that you believe, you know, are protected from from trades that are not tradable? Tradable BGK
0: pieces. Let's we'll talk about that. Just like that, okay. tradable BGK pieces and what you might get back. This is how we prepare for future shows. By the way, I was talking about this on my stream when I was selling cards last night. I literally told people I we sometimes we I, I ask people for topics. So catch me on whatnot, Silver State hits, and you guys give me a show topic.
1: <laughs> and thanks again to everyone that contributed a lot of comments, pro and con about Jack Eichel uh, from yesterday's show. That was terrific. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow, right here, Locked On Golden Knights. We thank you all for making us your first listen each and every day. Um, And then you could find our podcast wherever they are available. And please make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. You get all my robotics. They're included free of charge. charge, Oh, there's a lot of them (laughs) today. From my man, Chris Gallick, Tony Cardasco. So long for, for now from Las Vegas. Oh, my goodness. These stinking computer glitches. And we'll be back again tomorrow right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Take care.